Supper, that's what I'm about. Welcome to Music Ray Gun. I'm Paul Champanelli. I am Kirk Pinchon. Hey, Kirk, how hey, you Paul. doing? I'm right. Just give me a second. Yeah. I know that I know what I that know, is. That's why I did it. God damn it! I'm thinking it. That's what I'm about. Ah, my man buys me things and he takes me out. But I got a man because I don't know that route. But positive K. Not trying to hear that. See, what's your man got to do with me? Yeah. Oh, well done. Yeah. But we're not talking about positive K. On today's episode, we've talked about Positive K before. We're not even like in that decade. When did we talk about it? Was it like hip hop from 90 to 92 or something like that? The golden era. Yeah. 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 Uh, But Music Raygun for new listeners is the show where Kirk and I choose a musical topic and then uh, we watch videos uh, based on that topic. Yeah. And uh, talk about the clips. Talk about the clips. While we watch them. And what's going on? Today's episode is kind of a sequel. Well, actually, it's kind of a prequel. Yes. To the second episode we ever did. That's right. The second episode we ever did, the topic was music videos from 1981 to 1983, which were the first years of MTV. Yes. So this prequel has been a long time coming. Yeah. Today, Today we're doing music videos from 1979 to 1981, which the is years preceding it. Glorious because those videos are weird and yeah. fucked up and yeah. not great, but great because they're not great. Yeah, it's a lot of the same yeah. sort of material that we covered yes. on that early episode four years ago now, but but it's different years, so different music. But yeah, MTV didn't invent music videos. No. Mike Nesmith did. That's right, he did. Yeah. Goddamn right. No, he did he didn't quite invent music videos but he did kind of invent mtv yes 100 yes. percent. i i i support that statement wholeheartedly mike nesmith uh if the name sounds familiar to listeners was a member of the monkeys he was the smart one he was the smart one he's sort of a creative genius he's the best monkey he comes from a family of innovators because his was it his mom or his aunt who invented whiteout Oh, yeah, that's right. I think it was his aunt. I think it was his... Well, it was one of them. One of them, yeah. yeah. Like, he was already rich because he was, like, the heir to the whiteout fortune. Which, good on you. Or something like that. Yes. But in the late 70s, he said, hey, what if, like, for cable television, we we had music videos on cable television? And so he pitched this show to Nickelodeon. Oh, that's right. And called it Pop Clips. Yeah. And it was a weekly show... Where they just showed music videos. But the idea was meant... It was sort of a proof of concept for for what would become MTV. Yes. And he pitched it to Warner Brothers. And they eventually said, like, hey, what if this was, like, an entire channel of this? And Mike Nesmith was like, I don't want to run a channel. I don't need that money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need that asshole. Yeah. So he wasn't, like, involved with it. No. But Warner Brothers... Uh, the idea for MTV came directly from yes. Pop Clips, which was Mike Nesmith's idea. So in a way, he invented MTV. Yes. Yeah. You know what's great, though, is the fact that he was probably never like, they fucking took my idea. He's like, I'm fine. I have the whiteout money. Yeah. And his monkey's money. Oh, that's right. He had a lot of money from that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I love the integrity of that. Like, hey, I have a cool idea and I just want to do it like... Because it's just a creative, cool thing. Yeah. But it's like, eh, I don't need to monetize it. Or like, yeah, I don't, I don't want it the do... headaches of running a channel. Yes. It's like, yeah. that's not worth it to me. Yeah. But look, my idea worked, right? Cool. Yeah. Okay. On to the next creative exactly. thing. Exactly. 
his next creative thing between pop clips and MTV. He made, I don't think it was a TV special. I think he made it for home video release. It was called Elephant Parts. Have you ever heard of Elephant Parts? I know Parts? the name yeah. alone. It was just, it was like, uh, you know, at the dawn of home video. Or yeah. Again, this is like right when VHS and Betamax are a new thing. He's yeah. like, what if I made a video, like an hour long special for home video release? And it had like comedy sketches That's and right. things on it. Yeah. And it had some music videos for his own song. Mm-hmm. And that's the first clip Ooh, we're going to watch. Lovely We're going to watch, yes, a music video that's on Elephant Parts for Mike Nesmith's, Nesmith's Cruisin'. Do you know this I know song, Cruisin'? Cruisin'? Yes. Cruisin' is a yes. great song. It's a great early video. Yeah. And it's a great L.A. video. There's all this footage of, it, of L.A. In Ooh, it that's exciting. From like 19... 19- the song is 79. The video is 81. So it kind of covers the, yeah. whole, the, the span of this episode. But it's one of those videos where all the shots are literal interpretations of the lyrics, where they're just like <laughs> filming what the what yeah. the lyrics are describing. But it's such a weird song, and it's sort of a story song that it works mm-hmm. for doing that instead of just seeming sort of corny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love this. is a great video, and I love like this to me is one of the most accurate portrayals of L.A. Where it's like showing you Hollywood Boulevard, but it's not all glamorous. It's like, it looks like it really looks like it's kind of dusty and dirty. It's still dusty and dirty. Yeah. It's crappy. This 40-year-old clip still I recognize as like, yes, this is the neighborhood where I live. This is what Hollywood, Los Angeles, California still really looks like. Yeah. I've never seen this video, so. But not making it look like trash, but just this is how it looks. It's just showing what it is. Had, this is uh, this stars the wrestler who looks a lot like Hulk Hogan, but it's actually Steve Strong. I don't know who Steve Strong is. Never heard of him. Either. Oh my god! A couple of chicks on roller skates. Yeah. This is actually a good song. Yeah, it's cool. It's got that beat. Hollywood sign. Tower Records. Yeah. This song is great. This is weird. He's, a, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. yeah. And just as fate would have it, ended up with Sunset Sam. Uh, Steve Strong is Sunset Sam. Oh my just god. Just walking down Hollywood Boulevard in a Speedo. Yep, let me You can do that if you want. That's fine, with a briefcase. Oh my god. Every time I see a Anything that's from L.A. in the 70s or 80s, my immediate thought is, how fucking smoggy it must be. Yeah. Yeah, it looks that way. I mean, there's no clear skies. Yeah, like, people always say, like, oh, L.A.'s sunny all the time. It's like, yeah, but it's not pretty. No, it's It's like, there's no shade. It's kind of too bright. It's a little dusty because it never rains. It's exactly the thing I hate about. It's the thing I hate most about L.A. Yeah. Too much fucking sun. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone's like, oh, it must be gray with just a sun all the time. Blue skies is like, no, it sucks. Yeah. It's too bright and it's too bright for months on end. Yes. Yeah. But do you agree that the way there, that LA looks or Hollywood looks in this video is how Hollywood actually looks? Yes. It's washed out and faded. Yeah. It looks like 1981. Yeah. 
And again, they're not making it look bad, but they're also not showing you like yes. the glitz and glamour of Hollywood. It's like, no, this is just Hollywood Boulevard, and here's a bunch of regular people. Yeah, there's just, no Mike Nesmith going, can we clean some of this up, please? Yeah, it's no. like, just fucking shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, now we're getting backstory about these oh, characters. Oh yeah. Ramona was from Brooklyn. Yeah. She left and then her parents like, where'd you go? Where'd you go? I've never seen this guy as a wrestler. He looks like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he does. Oh, my God. It's a weird song, and I don't understand the narrative exactly. No. Only Nesmith does. Yeah, it's just Mike Nesmith being Mike Nesmith. Yeah, just being weird. Looking cool with a beard, too. Yes, he looks fucking great, by yeah. the way. And this woman is killing it on the roller skates. Yes. Holy shit, she's great. Two women wearing, like, hot pants and roller skates and a, and a wrestler in a Speedo. Yes. I'm like, that, yeah, that feels like L.A., too. That, that, that is like, <laughs> again, if if they so, don't look, like, beautiful. No. But they're, like, Hollywood weirdos. They're Hollywood weirdos. Yeah. And it also, you don't go, wait, what the fuck is going on? You go, yeah, that's just Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. That's... If you put that today, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's... Yep. Uh, Other than the fact it's like, well, Tower Records isn't there anymore. Uh, but I'm like, wow, yeah. in a lot of ways, Hollywood has not changed at all in 40 years. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. And a pretty good and creative early video. Oh, definitively. There's yeah. thought put into this. It's not just like... Yeah. There's so many videos around this time where it's like, okay, just put them on stage. Yeah. And uh, we'll show them on stage. I don't even think I have some that are like... That's that's why it drives me nuts when people like shit on the monkeys and call them prefab. It's like all of the monkeys work very creative and talented. Yeah, especially Mike Nesmith. Uh, so yeah, yeah. He gave you MTV people. Hey, fucking Paul McCartney could yeah. do this. <laughs> do you know what? In a lot of ways, I think that Mike Nesmith is more of a creative artist than any of the Beatles. I don't I mean, think I don't think he's the better musician. Right. But obviously, as as um, as a creative innovator, yes, in general, in the music business, um, pretty influential well, in ways that people don't realize. Here's the best way to describe it. Yeah, I would rather see this video of Cruising than Paul McCartney's "No More Lonely Nights." Yeah. <laughs> Cruising is a cool song. It's Even a cool song. It's a great video, and it is a cool it's song. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on to your first. Clip oh from man, seventy nine. So I did a lot of my songs. Uh, Based on what I remember listening to as a kid, because mm-hmm. I was like nine, ten, eleven. Is this one of your back backseat songs? This is a backseat yeah. song. <laughs> so this is it's raining in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I have to go with my mom somewhere. I'm nine years old. I'm in the backseat, and fucking Ricky Lee Jones, Chucky's in Love is yeah. playing. Yeah, and I fucking love this song. I don't know it that well. I was listening to it after you sent me yeah. the clip, and I think maybe you brought up Ricky Lee Jones on a past episode, or maybe I was talking about her with my parents, and yeah, they were like, you don't like know that. Ricky Lee Jones? I'm like, I've heard her name, I don't really know her stuff. But having listened to this song since you sent me the clip to prep for this episode, I was like, ooh, this is really good. It's really this nice. This is really good. It's really nice. Yeah. I know no other song by Ricky Lee Jones. She has a bunch. This was know. like her first and biggest This was the big thing. one. Yeah. This was huge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sort of like no genre. It's like, well, this is 1979, but it's like clearly Ricky Lee Jones was doing her own thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like this crossed the pop charts big. Yeah. But also 
she started out in that whole like uh Laurel Canyon. She's like from that whole Laurel Canyon vibe. Yeah, but cooler and less hippie yes. and annoying. Less hippie, less <laughs> late annoying. period Laurel Canyon. Yes. Set. Yeah. But she was a big part of that. Uh look at her with the beret. Yeah, uh, she's cute as a bug's ear. Yeah. This song is so cool. It is really good, yeah. And this is one of those videos where it's like, yeah, you'll just... Okay, I guess we're doing a video. Just lip sync to this. We'll do it. Yeah. Well, a a lot of early videos especially were just sort of like kind of filming a performance. Yes. But but they did some set dressing here. And um, I could be making this up, but I think didn't she and Tom Tom Hanks, Tom Waits used to hang out a lot? I think so. Because they're both operating in L.A. And I think they were, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it was Tom Hanks, that'd be wonderful. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Just hanging out with Ridley Jones. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good song. Oh, it's so catchy. Yeah. But just, uh, like, I'm literally sent back to Cleveland in the backseat of a car where yeah. it's raining. Yeah. That's just this vibe for me. I mean, it's, def- it's a throwback for you because of that, but the song is delightfully, like, it's not dated because no. it's, it's, it's just sort of exists out of time. Yes. Yes. I feel like, and this is the first time I'm realizing this, I'm like, why wasn't this covered? Like, I'm like, why didn't Nora Jones I was do just going to say, right? Nora Jones could have done this, and it, so and it would sound like just yeah. a Nora Jones song. A hundred percent. This could have been Nora Jones. Yeah. Like, if this was on that 2003 album yeah, that she had. Yeah, Come Away With Me. Right, right, yeah. right. It's like, yeah. This is, that could have been her this, one. I mean, this is like, this is Starbucks music is what it is. It's a hundred percent Starbucks yeah. music. Yeah. Yes. Getting my latte and sitting down with my computer. But it's also more fun and pep, like, because Starbucks music can be really like, <laughs> like so Nora Jones yeah. can drive me nuts with how like whispery it yeah. is. But this is kind of like, yeah, Ricky Lee Jones, like this grooves. There's a little stank to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit funky. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing: she must be so young here. Yeah, like I looked at her. I think she was like 25. Oh my god, yeah. that's crazy. She's like, uh, she's like Joni Mitchell's more fun kid sister. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. A little sassier. Yeah, not as serious as like Joni. Skipper to yeah. Joni's Barbie. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's a great comparison. Yeah. A little more quirky. Yeah. Cuter. Yeah. Not as like, not as like artistic, but yeah. like, more fun. Yeah. Chucky's in lava. Nothing. Yeah. Know what it's got when you're gone. I don't care. <laughs> Chucky's in love. Yeah, Joni's off making uh, records with Jaco Pastorius yeah. and getting jazzier. And Ricky's like, hey, let's have fun. Let's just do it. Oh, I love this. That she's like, song's over. That polka dot dress with uh, the red beret. And the thing is, that could be worn today. Yeah. This yeah. whole vibe could be today. Yeah. Which Timeless. is great. Oh, look at the music stopped and she's walking Ooh, out. Oh, she's walking off the set. It's a set. It's like they're already deconstructing music videos. <laughs> See, it doesn't really exist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's bluesy. Yeah. I should get into Ricky Lee Jones because I bet I would celebrate her entire catalog. I'm wondering. Ooh, and they've got like the dry ice effect. Yeah. Like, it's almost like she's, ooh, that's cool. This is very meta. Yeah. I should too, because if it's all like this, I'd be great. I'd be disappointed if it was more like this was a one-off and she was all more folksy. I'd be real disappointed. Yeah, um, I could go that way. Could go. That it way. could go that way because she Never. was a Laurel Canyon person. Yeah, we'll have to dive deep into Ricky Lee Jones and see where her career took. Yes. Is. Yeah. 
Uh, let's take a hard left turn. <laughs> yeah. With my next What guy. a shock, Paul. You put someone named... Mr. Jim Osterberg. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy O. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy O. Uh, no, this is Iggy Pop. I knew you were going to put... You had to put Iggy Pop. Well, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily... I knew of this music video. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, Iggy Pop was making v- music videos in 1979? Yeah, I was. wouldn't have known that, actually. Yeah, either, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is from his 79 album, New Values, which is my favorite Iggy Pop solo album. Oh, wow. Um, this isn't quite my favorite song. I would say this is like my second or third favorite song. But they didn't make a video for the title track, so okay. there isn't one. This is five foot one. This is really good. And you're going to see something very unusual. Okay. Uh, when the video starts. Can't wait. And this is a very simple music video. It's just sort of him and like a wind tunnel that they build. Very low budget, but it is 1979. Yeah. And the lighting is cool. Oh my God. That's him? Yeah. Oh, so early. Iggy Pop wearing a jacket. That's a shirt and jacket. He has clothes on. Not only is he not shirtless, he's wearing a shirt and jacket. That's why I was thrown by him. And short hair. Yeah. Yeah, this is late 70s. Wow. This is a cool song. In the set, they're just like, yeah, let's just put saran wrap around some frames. And they've got like green and yellow gels on him that makes him look real sickly. So it's like, I'm. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Ziggy, Ziggy, Iggy. <laughs> yeah. Dressed up, I'm here for. Okay. He's got yeah, a. He's, oh, 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 oh no! I was no. wrong. What Hold was on. I oh, off comes the jacket. Oh, off comes the shirt. I said it, it too soon. Fifty-five seconds. He literally could not last a minute without getting shirtless. And I literally said it. Yeah, I know. He took I it off. It's like he heard you. He was like. Oh, yeah? Oh, oh really, Kirk? <laughs> he just rips it off. Yeah. Watch. Oh, now I recognize Yeah, him. now I know who you are. Yeah. Or watch this pinch on. Zero yeah. percent <laughs> body fat. Yeah, for decades. <laughs> oh. He's being very, he's being very Iggy. In very, this, uh, very Iggy. I'm curious if he's like he if he does what he wants, but yeah. also was he like fuck yeah let's do a video or he's like what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. I like, feel like this is a little mindset? bit Iggy, a little bit the director. Yeah, I'm also not sure where Iggy was on his substance abuse oh. and recovery journey. Yeah, here. I think he might be clean at this point, but I'm not sure. Okay. So he could be embracing this, or he could not even know where he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I mean, you know, he's always going to be acting. Like, there's a strong difference between Iggy Pop and Jim Osterberg. Yeah. You know? Jim is a nice a nice boy from Michigan. Yeah. You know? Hey, nice to meet you. I'm yeah. Jim. Shake your hand. How you doing? Yeah, you, want, you want a coffee or tea or something? And Iggy is the this. stage persona. Yeah. Yeah. He also has... What look like really bad teeth? That's what I can't. I was just about to say, what's wrong with his teeth? Because his teeth aren't bad in general. And I don't know if, like, these days he clearly has, like, dentures or, yeah. or veneers or something. But his teeth look so nasty in certain shots. This I'm like, are those 
actually his teeth, or did he just like eat a bunch of Oreos and blood capsules yes. before the shot, the shoot, to get them to look? That's nasty. what it feels like to me, because they look odd. Yeah. They look like they look real scummy. They look scummy, like he has a problem and needs to see a dentist right now. But I think it might be stagecraft. I think it's in, stage. in certain shots, it's way worse than another shot. I think it's stagecraft because there's some shots where it is normal. Yeah. But that was a very artistic. Uh, and he fishes with a map. Yeah. Aww. It was very Iggy. That's very, very Iggy. Yeah. And and that is, I mean, it's not my favorite song on the album, but it is my favorite album, and I love that song. I mean, Iggy in his suit jacket with the sleeves rolled up, I need to I want more. Yeah, it was a fashionable Iggy pop. Really good. Yeah. He can make it, he's, got the, he's got the body type for it. Preppy pop. Yeah, so you can make it work. <laughs> Did you care for that song? Yeah, no, 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 not your kind of thing. <laughs> no, not at all. Because it wasn't speedy, it wasn't punky, it was no, more just, like down on the street, but yeah. Yeah, it's a little too, yeah. Not for me. Uh, okay, I've got another one next, because we're going in chronological yeah. order here, so we're going to stay in 1979. This is uh, another favorite artist of mine, Elvis Costello and the Attractions. And the Attractions. Yeah. Now, I think you've said you really like Every Day I Write the Book. I love it, and I hate people who are like, meh. That's just, yeah. and I'm like fuck you it's, it's like too song. big a hit so snobs yeah. are like that's the one I don't like yeah that's that's when he just went pop yeah I'm like good it's a good song you should have they're wrong that's a great song mm-hmm. Punch the Clock an okay album but Every Day I Write the Book is a great song great song but we're not here to talk about Every Day I Write the Book that comes later in 82 or 3 I think yeah uh, this is uh, Accidents Will Happen do you know this song I might from Armed Forces I know the name of the album I forget, though, do you like Elvis Costello besides Every Day I Write the Book? That's my, yeah, like, uh, I, I celebrate the hits. Okay. I definitely celebrate the hits. Any of his hits, I'm like, yeah, this is good. Well, this, I mean, this was a single okay. from his third album. Uh, this is an interesting video because it's entirely animated. It's 1979. Wow. This was animated by Annabelle Jenkel and Rocky Morton. Do you recognize those names? Rock, I know Rocky Morton. I don't know why. The two of them created Max Headroom. Oh, shit! And you will see an early... Like, it's very... You can see the line, you know, from A to B between their style in this video mm. and Max Headroom later in the 80s. Oh, wow. Now, this is exciting, then. And then there's also... And this It's, it's hand animation, but... Um, there's a piece at the end of computer animation, and it's the first CGI in a music video. Oh, my God. Look at that. So this is the video for Elvis Costello's Accidents. Oh, the yes, I know the song. Yeah. yeah. yeah this, is, song. this is one of his yeah, that's popular a good song. ones. Yeah. First of all, mm-hmm. this is an amazing animation. Yeah, they're just sort of animating. Well, parts of it are Elvis footage animated. Yeah. But then it's all little animations of accidents happening. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's clever. But yeah. like, this must have taken forever in 1979. Yeah. It's, it feels very ahead of its time because this looks like the video for Take On Me. I was just thinking it looks like an 80s video. It looks super 80s. Yes. Yeah. It's got the color of 80s as well. Mm-hmm. Very pastel, pop yes. art. Very ahead of its time. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is great. Yeah. This is really great. So many accidents. And I'd never seen this before I started researching this episode. Yeah, wow. You know, I never saw this on MTV or VH1 or anything. And it's such I a didn't. cool video. And you think I would have seen it. So maybe it was only in You England. think they would have played it because yeah. it's so cool. And they needed content. Yeah. I bet it was on Pop Clips. 
Oh, fuck yeah, it was on pop. Me- Nesmith gets it. Yeah. <laughs> Great song. Cool this is a really good song. Yeah. Nobody wow. sounds like Elvis Costello. No. This is because I don't know much about him. Yeah. Did Elvis Costello really need the attractions? Well, his first album, he didn't play with the attractions. He oh, played. Okay. He played. His backing band on his debut was Clover, which was Huey Lewis's first band. Oh, I vaguely know that story. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But I think the attractions are are a great fucking. Story. Okay. Yeah. Steve Neve on keyboards. He's great. I mean, Elvis Costello and the Attractions is a great fucking name for a yeah. band. I mean, it's just, it, that's the best part of it for me. I mean, Elvis Costello alone is I one mean, of the great yeah. stage names. The, the, oh. That's not the CGI yet. Okay. The, uh, sort of a Bill Clinton-esque character there. Like, this feels like this should be something they show in the LACMA. Yeah, it's very, uh, very pop art, very artistic. Very pop art, yes. It's weird to me that this wasn't like a sort of popular, perennially shown video. Yeah, no. The way that, like, Take On Me was. Exactly. Everyone knows that video. Here's the CGI. Oh, shit. It was sort of just like a sketch of him. Yeah. Like, coding. Oh, it looks so computer 1980s. 1979. That's what's amazing. Yeah. Holy fuck. Like, if MTV were around, this would have won an award. I know. I'm really shocked. It I'm wasn't shocked a popular. Too. It wasn't a popular video. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's let's talk about one of the great career comebacks of the '80s. I mean, I can't believe we're just now talking about Steve Winwood. My mother was a huge Steve Winwood fan in the '80s, and I have a lot of like. Um, like car backseat memories yeah. for uh, back in the high life. Don't fucking and roll with it. Let me tell you something. Yeah, back in the high life, that album hits me so hard. Me too. Like I don't know if I would like it if I heard it like for the first time now, but like your backseat memories. Yeah. So like I can remember being like three years old and hearing it in the house. I bought the CD like. 10 years ago and yeah. still have it and yeah. still play it from time to time. Yeah. The whole album is fucking killer. And Valerie from the album before Back yes. in the High Life. That's a good song too. Yes. Um, but this one is from the album before that. Arc of I don't know this. Oh, you don't know why you see a chance? No. Oh, this was early This was new 80s. to me. Yes. Um, he had the album Arc of a Diver. Mm-hmm. The song Arc of a Diver is fucking beautiful. I yeah. wanted to play that one. But while you see a chance... Yeah. Which is a uh, it was a huge song played all the time, yeah. and this uh, this video is kind of it's interesting that we did it right after Elvis Costello because there's kind of a not as cool and not as high tech, but there is kind of there's some special effects being done here. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is a, it's not just a performance; it's a video. Yes, and also if people don't know, Steve Winwood was a star, a rock star in the sixties. Traffic, Traffic, and before that, the Spencer Davis Group, Cream. Uh no, but the um he worked with traffic oh, had okay. members of Cream. That's in right. It. That's it was right. a super group, and he was like a child. He was something. a teenager. Yeah. In fact, I still think of him as Stevie Winwood because oh, my parents so always called him Stevie Winwood because in the sixties he was Stevie. That's funny. So even though I know him more from his eighties stuff when yeah. he became Steve Winwood, in my head he's still Stevie because my parents always called him Stevie. Winwood. That's so funny for yeah. me. The uh. 
I was a little too young to know who Steve Wynn was from YC Chance, so I just knew it on the radio. Yeah. And then when he came out with Back in the High Life, I was like, oh, that's Steve Wynn from seven years ago? Yeah. You know, that, was was a, that album was just like a huge, huge. comeback for him. Produced by Niles Rogers. It was produced by who? Niles Rogers. Oh, really? Yeah. He must have played on it then, because I don't he think Niles, on, he, I don't think he plays, uh, produces things without playing on it. Yeah, he played on Higher Love. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Steve does all the instruments on this. Well, you see a change. And this fucking... Just listen to this synth. And even though this is like his second act, he's still only like fucking 30. Yeah. Because he was a teenager when he when he broke big. Yeah. This, this synth on this drives me insane. This is... Yeah. Well, is this 79 or 80? I think it's 80. 80. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till it kicks Ooh, in. Formalism. Yeah, that's... <laughs> But that's like the sound of Steve yeah, Winwood. It yeah. is. I don't know what synthesizer. It's not a move, maybe, but it's something. That's his sound. See, <laughs> somersaults, eighties. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We have cocaine. It's not quite as timeless as his sixties. No, song, but yeah. I love this song. So this, they played the fuck out of this. Yeah, song. this one I don't. I didn't know that. Was wow. I thought it started with Valerie for his... For his oh, game. really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, there was a big break. So yeah. there was this, there was Ark of a Diver, and then there was Valerie. What's the name of the album that's on? I can't remember. I can't remember the one that Valerie's on. And then it was like, oh, Steve Winwood had a single, Valerie, good for him. And then back in the highlight. That just spun off like three or four big oh hits. Oh my God, right? so many big hits. And even the album cuts on that album, I have memories of. Oh my god, the yeah. deep cuts I still listen to. Yeah. My Love's Leaving? Oh, don't get me started on that. It's like junior high, junior high school. I'm trying to remember the name of the one that I always liked. I gotta look it up, though, because my memory is not what it used to be. He's also got a unique voice. He does. It's And he looks very new wavy here. Yeah, he was like... He looks like Conan O'Brien for a second. Oh my god, he does look like Conan <laughs> O'Brien. Holy shit. A good looking Conan yeah. O'Brien. <laughs> if I ever meet Conan O'Brien, I'm saying, hey, you look like, like Jackson if, if Conan was English instead of Irish, it's yes. a slight adjustment. And but slightly it's like... cooler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Split Decision was the one that I always oh, liked. Oh, it's that a album. fine line. Yep. Split Decision. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, the finer there were, things. There were seven oh. singles off of that album. I mean, there's only like nine songs. Right. Yeah, yeah. I play the. I know that whole album by heart. That it does not surprise me that you were on board with the Steve. Oh Wynn my god, I loved it. And but then this is a good song. I just didn't know. I enjoy it. Yeah. I'll send you Ark of a Diver because Ark of a Diver is a little groovier. Yeah. It's really. I love. St- Ark it's of still Diver. a little bit in the seventies. It's got a, a foot little, in the seventies. It's got a little bit of funk to it. Yeah. This is distinctly eighties. Yeah, they're really making a music video. Yeah. Here. And it is one of those, like, let's just do visuals. It doesn't have to mean anything. Yeah. Let's put up a pyramid with people doing somersaults. Yeah, if you watch the video from Valerie, he's got a little bit more of a pomp, and it's like yes. 80s and slick back. But here, because it's sort of falling in front of his face, he looks exactly yeah. like Conan I in 1993. He does. I can't get over it. I can't get over how much he looks like him. Yeah. Ugh. He was really having fun with that sense. He loves that sound. <laughs> and uh, inspirational. Why see a chance? Take it. Yeah. 
The dancers kind of remind me of the very strange figures in the Patty Smythe and Scandal video. For oh the yeah, warrior. the warrior. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all there's something about this pyramid that means something. Another hugging. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is a little more balletic and yes. a little less ridiculous than the warrior video. And they're suing somersaults still. Yeah. Just, oh. just cause. This video's cocaine. <laughs> I mean, what are they doing? They're doing somersaults, but they're doing them slowly on the ground as if they were just, like... They're not acrobats. They're just regular people doing somersaults. They're doing somersaults like toddlers are learning how to do somersaults. Yes. But yet, after each somersault, they hug. Yeah, it was very... very, There was a lot of formalism in early videos. (laughs) They were just like, I don't know, just... We need to give people something to look at. What's yeah. a music video? I don't know. I don't know. Can you do a somersault? Great. Yeah. You two do a somersault just like, I don't know, hug. Right. Just hug afterwards. Fine. It's fine. We can't just have Stevie playing the keyboard. We did that in the last music video. We need something extra. Give us something. Let's put these people in full body onesies. Yes. Head to toe. And just have them move around. And there'll be a pyramid because we need something on the side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, this next song I definitely knew because this is a big classic rock radio oh, classic staple. Rock anthem. And a band that we've talked about before. Love them. Because you brought Centerfold to the show. I brought Centerfold. For a, I can't remember what topic. Was it 83? Maybe it was something for the years or maybe it was maybe it was just a grab bag. Yeah, could have. No, I don't think I would have yeah. done a grab bag. It must have been a year thing. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the Jay Giles band who got really... They were really classic rock in the 70s, and they went for pop in the 80s. And hard. A yeah. hard turn. Yeah. And I think this is the, this is like the, we're turn, here it comes. Yeah. You know, it's not as. Yes, this uh, is the bridge between yes, thank those. thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Love, Love Stinks. Love Stinks is a fun song. It's a great song. This video, you're just like, oh, it's so very Jay Gilesy. Peter Wolf is both, he's just equal parts corny and cool that yeah. I really appreciate. He's a goofball, but he's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And this song is fun. This and it always great. makes me think of the wedding singer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. after he gets, Adam Sandler's character gets broken up with and starts being bitter, he performs he this performs at a wedding. It makes me think of roller skating. Oh, this is, yeah, I can see this. is Yeah, yeah you go to United Skates of America. <laughs> yeah. and uh, Just skating around. Yep. It's still a rocker, but it's, it's definitely still, a 80s yes. pop rocker. Yes. It's the conscious decision of, hey, we don't need to be a bar band for the rest of our lives. Yes, yeah. So I'm on a pogo stick with a trumpet. A little edgier than like a Huey Lewis in the news. Yes. But, yeah. And then just the first lyrics. Oh, he's so cool. Yeah. It's such a good lyric. Yep. He. And this is funny because I think that's Jay Giles right there. Oh, right. Yeah. That is Jay Giles. And as a kid, you're like, oh, the lead singer, that's that's Jay. No. You're like, no, not at all. What that's... instrument does Jay Giles play? Guitar. He was a lead guitarist. Oh, guitarist. Okay. Yeah, he was a lead guitarist. Yeah. He's a bit, oh, such a bar band look. Yeah. Love <laughs> Yeah. It's Boston, baby. Oh. Look at these guys. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they belong in just a fucking dump of a bar. Yeah. Yeah, because we talked about it. They're like, here's Freeze Frame. Okay, this album's huge. All right, we're breaking up. Yeah. Or he left. I don't know if they broke up, but he left. Yes, no, I think you're right. They went for a while without him, but yeah. it's kind of like... Yeah, he, he had that one big hit, Lights Out. Yeah. Which is pretty good. But he is, he's a goofball, but he's kind of like hard-looking. Yeah. 
He's a he's a seventies rocker where you're yes. like, I don't know, you know. You look cool, but also like you're non threatening. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I'm not worried that you're good. I'm not intimidated, but you are cool. Yeah. And also, like, if I actually hung out with you, so, like, you're probably kind of a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, how much do I really want to hang out with you guys? Why is there a tomato? Just for visuals. <laughs> Again. Again, this is another example, too, of, like, people in the 70s and early 80s automatically look 10 years older than they really are. Yeah, yeah. I'm but, sure every member in the band here is younger than I am now. Yes. But it's impossible to imagine that they're actually any younger than, like, 47. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they're probably mid-20s right now. Yeah, that's and maybe they, stretching it. Yeah, maybe late because 20s. Because the band formed in the 60s, I think. Oh, was it the 60s or the 70s? But Might they have been look, the late 60s, yeah. They look like late 30s at best. Yeah. Oh, the fish I understand. I still don't get the tomato. Yeah, I don't get the tomato. Several shots of someone slicing a tomato. Right yeah. Now. Is it supposed to be a rotten tomato? Maybe. Yeah, it looks fresh. Oh my god, they have one guy playing harmonica. Yeah, you need a harmonica yeah. player. Oh, so wait they... a minute. Jay Giles is the drummer? That's what I thought. You're I right, he's, the drummer. he's the drummer. I was wrong. But then I thought maybe I was thinking no. of uh, the Dave Clark 5 where Dave Clark was the drummer. The easy mistake. Yeah. And now we've got the lyrics on the screen in case you haven't figured them out yet. And they're in a weight room. Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, why? Surrounded by bar, uh, yeah, barbells, barbells and weights. Why? That's so funny. Yeah, early videos were just like, just have stuff. <laughs> exactly. Just Let's... put something. Now there's a chimp. <laughs> it's a chimp. In a leather jacket? Yep. Oh, no, in a oh, suit. In a suit. suit. Yeah. A little baby chimp. And then it just ends. There you go. Why That's was it. there a chimpanzee? Doesn't oh, matter. Because it looked interesting. Yeah. Why'd you cut a tomato? Because we did. Yeah. <laughs> because we did. And several shots of, of the band members whose names we don't know. Just saying. No. Nope. Love stinks. Nope. Uh, I just know Peter Wolf and Jake Giles, and that's it. Jake Giles actually looks pretty cool too. He does look pretty cool. The the rest of the band looks like a lot lots of Vinny's bag of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of jabronis. Yeah, but yes, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, you, you have another one again here. Is this eighty one now? Once again, this is a band, an artist that my mother loves, oh. that I grew up listening to. But this is from the album before the big breakthrough. Yes, before the Jack and Diane years. Right. Yes. American Fool. Yeah. Uh, we're talking, of course. Well, this says John Mellencamp. That's wrong. That's wrong because he wasn't John Mellencamp yet. That didn't happen until Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. He's still John Cougar. Still here. John Cougar. But he's past Johnny Cougar. Yes. 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 This is from, I think, his third or fourth album. I think it's third, yeah. When he's John Cougar. And I don't know this song that much. This song. Yeah. Ain't even done with the night. Yeah. You're going to hear it and you're going to be like, there is no fucking way this is John Cougar. Why? Because it sounds not, the voice sounds the same. The, the voice sounds the same. Yeah. Sounds nothing like any stuff that comes later. Yeah. Like the whole, like, the whole comparison of like, oh, Springsteen or Mellencamp kind of thing that happened later. Yeah. This doesn't apply. Yeah. It's really, it's kind of R&B ish almost. Not, not 80s R&B. He was still figuring it out. Exactly. It's, it is very John Cougar. It's yes. like, okay, he's not himself yet. He's trying to break in, but he's yeah. not necessarily doing his own thing. Yeah, and he dances in this. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And pretty well. It's a it's a really good song. Ain't I'm really even done with the night. Ain't even done with the night. 
Yes, this this doesn't sound like a John Mellencamp song. Yeah. But there's no mistaking his voice. Yes. This is very, like, R&B influenced. What was the big hit he had off of his self-titled album? Um, Before American Fool. Oh, I know what you're talking about, and I'm blanking. I, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll It was bigger it. than this. Yeah, but was it before or after this? I think it was after? Like, this is a very early hit of his. Yeah. Ugh, so good. Yeah. So you don't have any recollection. You don't know the song at all. I I'm I think I've heard it, but it, I, it's not tied to memories okay. for me. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this is from the album "Nothing Matters" and "What If It Did," which is a great album. That's title. a great album. Uh, and then the hit. So the other hit was before this, and I'm thinking of "I Need a Lover." I need a lover that won't drive, drive me crazy. crazy. That's a yeah. jam. That was before this. Okay. So this is between that and "America." Yes. Cool. So this must be his second hit then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I've definitely heard this. I know the song, but, like, I wasn't able to place what album it was on and where it fell in the chronology. Yeah. It wasn't one of the albums that I remember my mom playing over. Yeah, the tune does not sound like him. The voice sounds like him. Again, surprised that you like John Mellencamp at all. I I think I said this years ago on a Don't At Me. Uh... Uh, John Cougar is better than John Mellencamp, but not as good as John Cougar. <laughs> yeah, the period in the '80s when he kept when he was John Cougar Mellencamp—that's his best. Yes. yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Scarecrow, I think. Scarecrow is good. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was all just pop music of my youth, and there was never yeah. a moment where I was like, "This sucks." I love small town. Yeah. And pink houses. Pink house. Yeah. Yeah. Cherry Bomb was a really good Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Cherry Bomb was a song that I love that song. Yeah. But like one of my friends, theater guy, was like, I love that song. It's so infectious. And I was like, motherfucker, you just read that in like a review. <laughs> like a Rolling Stone review, and you decided to just co-opt it. Here's here's the thing about John Mellencamp from the beginning of his career till the present day. And I and I I I like John Mellencamp a lot. I have tons of nostalgia and like family memories, and I love all of his career and so many of his songs. But man, he was never cool. He's just yeah. so uncool, like in a good way. Yeah, he's just so square. He is a little <laughs> bit square. He's a little bit like uh, it's not cool to like no. like John Mellencamp. He's a little like small town okie dokie. Yes. But I think, good. I think it works, and that's why I love that he, like, it's so obvious that the record company was like, you're Johnny Cougar. Yeah, you're cool. And he, you just know he hated that from yeah. the jump. And then he dropped off the the knee from, from yes. Johnny. Yeah, he's like, And then he's it. like, okay, now I'm going to be John Cougar Mellencamp, and then eventually let's get rid of the Cougar. Yeah, I'm just fucking Mellencamp. This okay. is John Mellencamp. Yes. Well, this, because he's got his band dancing, and he's yeah. doing, like, James Brown stuff. This is all very, like, tongue-in-cheek. Oh, yeah. Because he's always been, like, he's uncool as hell, but, man, he's uh, he's authentic. He's yes. real. Yeah. He's not faking it. Yeah, he's doing this fucking silly James Brown thing, I think, just because he's like, oh, let's just do it. And I bet he would be great to hang out with. He would be... I'd rather hang out with Mellencamp than Springsteen. Yeah, yes, he's even... He's There's some pretension to Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. John Mellencamp is delightfully unpretentious. Mm-hmm. 
And even goes, when he's it singing goes, it goes hand in hand with the yeah. uncoolness. Like sometimes you need something that's not cool and is just good and unpretentious. Yeah. It's like a bowl of stew. <laughs> John Cougar Mellencamp, a bowl of stew. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, and that that is a good song. It's yeah. nice and mellow, and it's sort of it a, is mellow. Uh, yeah, it's a drive it home at the end of the night song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, now it's time for one again. Let's take a sharp left turn. Oh, oh yeah. let's get into it. Devo, fucking yeah. I wasn't gonna do whip it because we're all sick of whip. We can't it. do whip it, and that is an early music video that they just showed over and over again. Oh yeah, for years and years and years, which I think is also from 1981. This is from. The album after nineteen, uh, after the album that Whip It is on. This is from New Traditionalists, and what you will notice about this is they're no longer wearing their si- signature energy domes. Oh, they got rid of those for this album, and instead they put on the New Traditionalist pumps, which are like plastic pompadour, like costumey. Oh pompadours. yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is a very strange video where. I'm not quite sure how to describe it. I watched it many times and I'm like, I don't know if I could describe it succinctly. So I'll just read how they described it on Wikipedia. Okay. Which says, the music video has Devo taking a limited role, focusing on a team of kids clad in Devo action vests, attacking arrogant and ignorant people with spud guns. But I don't know why they're called spud guns because they're not like those potato. Yeah, launchers. they're not. They're just they're using like toy ray guns and shooting oh. people with ray guns. Uh, ray and guns, and they become this roving band of teens with ray guns wearing the, these Devo pumps on their heads. Oh, really? And it's a really fun song. This is through being cool. I, that sounds from, vaguely from familiar. New Traditionalists from 1981, and you will get to see the band. Uh, but they might Oh, I'm sure they would have never put this on MTV with that whole cross thing. <laughs> I know this song. Yeah, it's a great one. It's a great Devo song. And the whole thing is pe- these kids like walking in place in front of a moving like chroma key background. More importantly, dancing. Yeah. They don't have their spud guns yet. Not yet. They're going to go to this weird sort of like gym. Like this is like like headquarters where they're yeah. going to get they're getting equipped with their checkout time. Guns. They're getting their badges and guns from Oh, and there's okay. From the band members. Yeah. Putting on their Devo uniforms. It's It's also one of these it's one of these videos that makes me uncomfortable. There's, there is something, especially once they start walking around. Mm-hmm. There's something vaguely menacing about it. Yeah, it's weird. In the way that all early '80s videos are like, kind of creepy. They're kind. There's, I don't know if it's what they shot on, yeah, or how they lit it, but there's always kind of like something, something's off. But first, they're doing some sort of like danger room, West Side Story yeah. practicing. And now they're breakdancing. Yeah. And it's not like it's scary or spooky. It's just creepy. Off. It's creepy. Yeah. It's a little eerie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> now there's all six of oh, them in there. That's great. <laughs> Those are adults now. 
They're gonna zap some some squares with their ray definitely guns. Definitely not a spy. That's definitely yeah. a ray gun. Yeah. My favorite is the girl with the pigtails. So she's oh, yeah. wearing the like the pompadour, but she's still got the pigtails. <laughs> she got the pigtails. Yeah. And she's the angry one. Now they're at a dance club with a bunch of disco dancers. Blast those disco dancers. Oh, don't hate on disco. Now they're see that's now scary. Creepy, man. That's yeah. creepy. <laughs> that's where '80s gets creepy. But then they start dancing with them. I feel like these kids. They must have been like, "What? What are we doing? What's going? Okay, yeah, I mean, as, how much do I get paid? Yeah, we'll dance. I just don't understand what we're doing. But it seems like it would have been fun. Oh yeah. I think they probably shot the whole thing in like two hours. Oh yeah, it's all like green screen, so yeah. they just did it. And, now it gets menacing because they're chasing down just a family who are jogging. Yeah. It's a mom and a dad and a kid. And they're like hunting them. It's so odd. Definitely a good song. Just a catchy song. Real bouncy, yeah. Oh, miss. So it's a little weird. Yeah. They're terrorizing the neighborhood. This is the people are just trying to get out for a jog. They're just getting their cardiovascular. Yeah, they're going to zap them. Yeah. So left a little vague if they die or not, but that's the end do of the they video. melt? Because that's the end of the video. Yeah, just that's faded. what's creepy too. Yeah. The video ends with them melting. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, we're done." But did they melt, or was it just a video effect? It's up to you to no, decide. They melted. Yeah, they melted. They melted. They melted their asses. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking joggers. It's like I get it with the like the old squares with their car, and you're like, eh, "Get out of here, oldies!" And they're yeah. like, "Ah, disco sucks. Let's zap these lame." Yeah. Your last, your old news, disco dancers. But then this is just like a family who are out for a jog together. Yeah, families rarely jog together, and yeah. it's it's disheartening to they, see. They weren't doing nothing to nobody. They were anti-joggers. They were. <laughs> uh, okay, let's oh, talk Paul. about one of the big pop stars. Paul, yeah, we've only very we, we've slightly we've we've, we've, we've dealt with Olivia Newton John video, before. yeah. Which what, was what was it that one? It was uh, suddenly one of my favorite songs. Right, so it was a bad. real ballad. Yeah, the ballad. When I think of Olivia Newton John, I mostly just know Grease, which I yeah. hate. Uh, Xanadu, which is a little more fun. Yeah, and Physical, which is like dumb, but it, it's catchy. It's catchy. This is from the Physical album. Physical is yeah. terrible. Yeah, I hate Janet. Even back then, I was like. <laughs> It's corny no. as hell. Yeah, it's yeah. not good. But this was this is make a move on me. I'm like yeah. this is fucking great. And it's real easy to forget uh, if you're younger how big Olivia Newton-John was. Yeah, I don't remember her being big. I just kind of know that she was. Yeah, I like like she gets a lot of comparisons to like Taylor Swift, not in terms yeah. of talent or in terms of music or how, but just this, how big. Yeah, like she was like, I mean, I can honestly say like, again, not in in uh, uh, style, but popularity, like Beyonce. She's yeah, fucking she huge. Was, she was that big. She was that big. Yeah, I don't really know this song. The song's dumb, but really good. <laughs> really good. And she, I mean, she she's great looking. Yeah, but she also sort of like John Mellencamp is just to me like supremely un- uncool. Yes, like even at her best, she's got like cool mom energy. Yes, you know. Even as a young person, she yes. has cool mom energy. Yes, yes. yes. She, like this is her looking great, sounding great, but still, it's like I'm a fun mom. Yeah, it's like this is as cool as you can possibly get, Olivia, and it ain't that cool. It's not that cool. <laughs> yes, but she's you know she looks like a million bucks. Yeah, this song's great. Listen to this. Look at that fucking bassist. 
This is much better than physical. Oh, this is way better. Look at her though. She I mean, can't she's, yeah, she looks spectacular. Yeah. But it is a very fun mom. Yeah. It is fun mom. It's so funny that you say that. Yeah. Even with the hair. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the same album as physical. Yeah, this is way better. Yeah. It's sexier. It's sexier. not annoying. Yeah. It's not <laughs> it's not but like annoying. physical is self-aware. Yeah, it's like yeah. On, almost on purpose. Yeah. Yes. Wait till you hear the chorus. This chorus kills it. <laughs> Two, three, four. Here we go. Do it. Now, do you have a memory of this song? Whether it's this like is the, just the on the radio. Or, okay. This is just always on the radio. Always. Yeah. Here you go. Yes. Oh, it's so catchy. Yeah. It's it's very uncool. Very, very. But yeah, but not bad. Just, no, yeah. it's not bad. It's just uncool. But I think it's how you said it too. Like this whole thing is like. This is as cool as we're getting. Yeah. We're not getting any cooler. This is the pinnacle. Yeah. And it's still like, uh, it's still a little. And like, I can picture the girl in class who liked this. Yeah. Where she's kind of dwe- like dweeby or like, where she comes from like the Christian family. Yeah. But her family lets her listen to Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, this is her That's breaking okay. out. You're right. She's breaking right. out. This is as naughty as she's going to get. Is yeah. Like Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> I mean, she had a ton of hits. Yeah. For like a good... I mean, like, probably 77 to, like, 83 or 4. Yeah. Where it's just number one hits. And the whole, like... It's so funny that they say it, because she's got the bandana around her head. Yeah. That, that's, like, her invention. Like, she... Oh, she's really? the one that made that popular. Yeah. Was this single... Did you say that it was released before or after physical? That's a good question. I think... I want to say second. Because I always thought that the headband was part of the yeah. the gym aesthetic of yeah. the physical video and didn't realize it was just a look she was rocking. It was a look she was rocking, and yeah. this dude's rocking it too. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the 80s was the headband uh, decade. And like, wristbands too. Sometimes. And wristbands, definitely. What were those for? Just a look. To keep your wrists warm? No, to wipe the sweat off your brow oh, oh, when you're okay. doing sports. Oh, sure. Like, it's uh, it's perfect for basketball because you can wipe your forehead, oh. but also your arm sweat doesn't get to your hands and make your hands slippery. Oh, I see. So it's a functional, but then someone's like, let's just wear them. Yeah. Like, her, she's like, I'm going to be sexy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have It's like she's mouth. too nice to yeah. pull off really sexy. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's not edgy. Yeah. It's all round cor- yeah. around corners. Uh, you uh, say mom energy yeah. is spot fucking yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before mom energy was a thing, probably before she was, was a before mom. Before she was a mom. I don't uh, even know if she is a mom. but I yeah. think she is, yeah. Yeah. So my last video I almost didn't include because I typically don't like to repeat artists. I noticed that. I was wondering what's going on. But I said, there's no rule that says I can't do that. It's my own self-imposed rule. Yeah. And I really couldn't decide between the two. So I have two Elvis Costello performances. As long as it's 81, who cares? And they're very different music videos. So wait, was the other one 79? That was 79. That's on Armed Forces. Mm -hmm. And then in 80, he had Get Happy. Yes. And then this is Trust is the album. I don't know Trust. You probably know the image because Ferris Bueller has the poster in his room where it's just Elvis wearing shades. Yep. And it says like Trust Elvis. Yep. Yep. That's this album. And this video looks like that. 
cover shot. Okay. But it's in black and white, and it is sort of just the band performing, but it's shot really well, and it looks like it should be from, like, 1989 because it's shot so crisp mm. and black and white, and they sort of have them in, like, a loungy setting. And this is also one of my top five, possibly top three favorite Elvis Costello songs. Wow. And the other weird thing about it is this wasn't released as a single. Like, they made a music video for it, but this was just an album cut. That's odd. But it's sort of a fan favorite yeah. album cut. So oh. I was actually surprised to find out that technically it was not a single. But this is New Lace Sleeves. Don't know it. From Trust. Which, if you don't know it, I think you'll like it. But this is a little bit slower. Did Trust this have any a, hits off of it? Clubland is on Trust. I don't know that. No. Um, you might know this one. But uh, I love this song. I like the start of it. This looks, yeah, this looks like like crisp, like a fine young cannibals commercial uh, yeah. uh, video. Yeah, that's really it's just two year different. Or like that XTC video yes. that we watched last time. Yes. This is 1981, though. Wow. And this is the album where Elvis Costello starts moving away from that kind of punky, new wavy mm-hmm. thing and becoming like singer-songwriter Elvis Costello. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. I love the bass. On yeah, this song. It's, it's good. Yeah. This part sounds somewhat familiar. Yeah, I wonder if they used it in a movie. Or I something. feel like this was a movie yeah. kind. That, yeah. But this is when he also he also switched from the Buddy Holly glasses to the shades. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. This part sounds really familiar. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a simple video, but they again, it's cinematic for this yeah. early mm-hmm. in in music videos. It's like the angles and then how it's how it's shot. Yeah. If I didn't know better, I would have said, oh, this is from like 88 or 89. Yeah. Because it just looks so good. It does look really good. It's well lit. I like the cigarette on the piano, man. On the yeah. piano. Yep. And because it's black and white, it doesn't look washed out the way that a lot of early yeah. videos were. Yeah. It looks cooler. Yeah. That bass is pretty fucking great. Yeah. And the, and the, the drum beat, too. Yeah. Which uh, is inspired, the drummer said, inspired by two specific songs. His drum beat in this song. Is one of them The Police? No. Okay. One of them is Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the other one is Devo's cover of I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I can see both. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. It's a weird combination. That is a weird combination, but, but yeah. I can see it and hear it. Yeah. But it's a great, it's, I think it's one of Elvis's best vocal performances. Mm-hmm. He, I, he said that this is like his favorite performance on record by the attractions, like by his oh, band. Oh, wow. And uh, it's just a cool song. Do you like later Elvis Costello, old Elvis Costello, I should say? I like all Elvis okay. Costello. Yeah. Do you like his Burt Bacharach album? Yeah. I, like, I fucking love that album. Yeah, I think I'm just here for Elvis Costello. Whatever he wants to do, I'll, I'll listen yeah. to it. But I do kind of like I like '80s Elvis Costello, yeah. um, Imperial Bedroom, the Trust album. Yeah. Uh, what about Chocolate? Was it late '80s or that huge hit Veronica on the Spike album? Yeah, yes. I like Veronica. Okay, yeah, that was a yep. big ass hit. Yeah, 
I like the punkier 70s stuff, yeah. the new wavy stuff, but um, and especially as I as I age, I like some of this kind of yeah. stuff more too. I love Every Day I Write the Book. Oh, I fucking love that song so much. He's just a really fucking talented he guy. He could do a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the same guy who did the early, you know, post-punk, did this, did Every Day I Write the Book. Yeah. He's also one of those, those guys where it's like, he just always seems like he's in his 40s. He always seemed old. He's like 26. That's here. insane. I refuse to believe <laughs> Now, he's like in his 60s now. It's like, he still seems like he's in his 40s. Yeah. He, and in the 70s, he seemed like he was in his 40s. He always seemed older. I cannot believe that this is a 26-year-old kid here. No, there's no way that dude is 26. No, yeah, right his here. lyrics are too good yeah. and too literary. His voice is too, like, mature. Yeah, he's too composed. Yeah, he's just too talented yeah. to seem that to be that young. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just a cool. I like that as the yeah. as the last video. It's that was a cool, good. It's a cool it's a, video, and it's uh, it's just high quality for how early it is. Yes, because yeah. you know, even like eighty two and eighty three, you don't see as high quality as that. Yeah, and and as talented as Elvis Costello is, I don't think of him as like one of the big video artists. No, but it's like, no. oh shit, he was there from the beginning and having interesting videos oh, yeah. real early on. With like accidents will happen, the animated one. Fucking accidents will happen, man. Yeah, that's a crime that that didn't get bigger shine. Yeah, I couldn't believe that I when I discovered it only in finding clips for this episode of our podcast. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen it before that. That's I, I, yeah, I knew of heard the song once. Once you played it, I was like, oh, I know this. Didn't yeah. know that video and that high quality of a video. Yeah, yeah, but that was fun. That was great. I, I, you know, I do wish I had been. Uh, like I said, I always, I always wish I was your age. For me, <laughs> yeah. Someone who was born in 1970 has it made. You got to have high school in the 80s, college in the early 90s. I mean, yeah, we did. And uh, I would have liked to have been there for the dawn of MTV. Uh, yeah, I've never once wanted to be like, no, I wish I was part of the 60s. Or I was like, no, I wish I was a 90s kid. Yeah. No words on either end. Yeah. Happy to be right in the middle. All that stuff from the 80s and the early 90s is like, that's the sweet spot. Oh, me. yeah. Yeah. That's the hot stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that's some uh, really interesting. I think the videos that we found for this episode, 79 to 81, are, are higher quality than the ones that we found 81 to 83. Oh, that's you know interesting. I mean? Yeah. Like cruising and uh, the Elvis Costello ones and even the Steve Winwood one. It's like, oh, they were doing shit like this that early. Yeah. If I didn't know better, I would have guessed these are all like late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know what happened. Yeah. Maybe it was one of those budget. things where budget where they were like, let's try to make it art. And then once MTV came out, I was like, let's just try to crank out some fucking videos. That's exactly what I think it yeah. is. Anyone who was making videos this early was innovating just by nature of the fact that they were like making videos at all so they were making good ones yeah. as opposed to like there's this new network and every record label is just telling every artist you need to make a video yeah, just put something out doesn't and they're matter. just like what yeah, so, but but we don't have any ideas for a video it doesn't matter just make one yeah just put whereas, it on, put it on. whereas these artists earlier it's like well we have ideas we want to do this yeah. they're, it's like they're telling the record company I'm making a music video yeah I have an idea yeah especially yeah. Nesmith Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, so I, I, I weirdly feel like this earlier era feels more ahead of its time than that very I can see that. early uh, yeah. episode that we did. Definitely. But this was a lot of fun to put together because I of loved that. it. Yeah, it was yeah, a lot of fun. it was a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, but that's it for this episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Wrap it up. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, let's uh, hold on. Let me pause it because I forgot to write down the <laughs> yeah, outro. And... We have to do our outro. I... Music Raygun is uh, fuck. <laughs> Music Raygun is produced by me, Paul Champanelli, and me, Kirk Pinchon. Our theme song is by Bagweed. Go check him out on Bandcamp. His new EP, My Dinner with Andre, is out there. That's B A G W E E D, all one word. Bagweed. Uh, that's it for this episode. So until next time. See ya!